0: Hello, SAGO, and welcome. You're listening to Two-Eyed Seeing, bridging the Western and Indigenous understanding of health, healing, and life. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Connors, naturopathic doctor and birth doula and knowledge seeker of Mohawk and European Ancestry. Each week, I will be bringing you information about health and wellness from both perspectives so we can learn and grow together as we journey through life on this place we call Earth and Turtle Island. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Two-Eyed Seeing. I know it's been a little while, but we're back again, and since it's technically the first episode of 2023, I'm going to say Happy New Year to all of you out there listening to the podcast if you also follow me on Instagram or any of my other social media platforms, you may have noticed that we actually hit a pretty big milestone recently. We've had overall over 4,000 downloads. I haven't checked the numbers recently, but I'm sure it's above that now because it was just a little bit above that the last time I checked. So I wanted to say thank you, miigwech, uh, miigwech, <laughs> nyawa. I think I covered all of them. <laughs> In terms of saying thank you to all of you who have been listening to the podcast so far. I am so grateful that it is reaching you in a way that I hoped it would. Um, And as I always say at the end of every episode please do let me know about what are some of the topics that you want to hear more about, because I'm always happy to dive into some of those. I've done that a couple times, but I'm always happy to get your emails, uh, get your comments on on the social media uh, platforms, that's Instagram and Facebook for the most part. I'm trying to get into TikTok, we'll see how that goes. Seems to be the place that's blowing up now, So well it has been blowing up for a while, but We'll see if I can dabble my my way into into TikTok as well at some point. But for now, it's just getting back on track with the podcast because if you've been listening for a while, you may have noticed that 2022 was a little bit uh, a little bit spotty in terms of our, our episodes and um, I know some people don't, I've, I've been told, like, don't bring attention to that, just like keep going. And I agree with that to a certain degree. But the other flip side to why I want to bring that up is because, one, it ties into a really big theme that tends to come up in January, which I like to talk about, which is resolutions and this perspective that we need to be perfect all the time. We have to be doing everything exactly right all the time. And God forbid, we drop the ball, we, you know, get off track, whatever the word is that you use yourself. And then we just beat ourselves up for it. And again, it's, you know, we're nearing the end of January, how many of you set a resolution or a goal or an intention, and I'll differentiate between those in a few minutes. Uh, At the beginning of January, And you're already at the point where you're feeling like you're losing your motivation. You're losing your steam. Maybe you've already within the first, you know, you got a week in, two weeks in. And then by week three of January, you were just like, I'm done. (laughs) And you just stopped doing whatever that New Year's resolution that seemed all shiny and new on January 1st already went by the wayside. What I want to say about that is one, it's okay. I think the preoccupation with new year's resolutions, which is why I say I don't personally set them and I don't encourage people to set them, is because of this preoccupation with a resolution meaning new year new me and therefore everything that there was about me prior to that was wrong or there wasn't something exactly right about it so I need to wipe out all of the, that was me prior to January 1st, and start from the proverbial whiteboard again, or chalkboard, whatever one you like to use. And I don't really like that way of thinking. I feel that it perpetuates this false idea that we have to be perfect, that we're always needing to change something about ourselves. And it's not to say that we don't continually grow and change, because we do. change over our lifetime. That's the one constant in life is that things change. But this idea that either something's so wrong with you that you need to set all these new resolutions come January 1st that you need to change everything all at once. And that's another big thing I see for myself in the past when I've done that and also with the people I work with. We decide that January 1st is this magical day that comes around once a year, and I'm going to change everything I don't like about myself. And that's the thing I don't like about resolutions, which is why I tend to use intentions or goals or something of that nature. Because to me, that has a different connotation to it. An intention or a goal means that I can set one or two, maybe three, uh, depending on how big they are at a time and work at them at sustainable chunkable breakdownable ways that actually get the job done so for example again another really big one january 1st there's all this focus around weight and weight loss and if you've been listening to the podcast for a while you know that i generally don't like to use the word weight loss because of the subconscious connotation with loss Uh, for anyone who's new to the podcast welcome And I'll just go over that really quick again, but I've definitely talked about it in other episodes, which is that when we use the word loss, typically how the brain interprets that word is it hears it as, oh, she's telling me I've lost something, so I need to go and find it. And so for individuals, and I speaking from personal experience and from working with people in practice, those of us who typically experience more of that yo-yo effect where we release weight gain it back release weight gain it back especially in big swings we're not talking about five or ten pounds because that's pretty typical especially for a female in and around our moon time we've talked about this before as well it's not unusual for us to see a change of upwards of five to ten pounds simply because of water retention inflammation changes going on in our body in and around our moon time so that's our cycle for anyone who's new Again, to the podcast. So, it, this is normal. What I'm talking about is the individuals who lose 50, 60, 70 plus pounds and then they gain it all back and then some. That's who I'm talking about when I talk about yo yo uh, weight gain and loss. That's more the, the thing I'm talking about there. So, when we're looking at this from a wider perspective, What I mean is if that's something that's a goal, say, you know, for our health, we've decided, yeah, this is definitely a goal I want to tackle. I have the intention of being healthier this year. So what does that look like? And then we get more specific and then we break it down into steps and then we work on it gradually so that it becomes something that is sustainable change. Because sustainable change rarely Is the case that you snap your fingers and you change it all at once there are some people that can do that and arguably I've also heard from individuals who uh, use hypnosis for example on a regular basis or some of those other techniques arguably some of them say yes you can change something more ingrained in a day or a couple sessions and I do actually I've used hypnosis myself and I do really believe in the power of hypnosis but just in general just to keep things simple, we won't go off on that track today. We'll focus just on how typically most people approach this issue. So, what ends up happening for the average individual, January 1st, I'm gonna drop 100 pounds, I'm gonna hit the gym, I'm gonna eat healthy, I'm gonna throw everything out of my cupboard. You know, just think of the typical person, or maybe even think of yourself. You might have done this in the past. I know I've done something very similar in the past for years on end at times as well and so what we try to do unfortunately is we try to change everything all at once and that's where we typically hit that big stumbling block whereby week two if you're lucky maybe week three you're already losing steam because that fresh motivation is gone or almost gone because motivation will run out we all have a different fuel tank for motivation but it will inevitably run out What won't run out is when we change behavior and we change habits gradually over time, because if you can change your habits and you can change the identity of yourself that goes with those habits, that's where we're starting to get into the subconscious mind again here, people. What happens is these things become automatic and they become easier, right? So instead of trying to change everything all at once, let's focus on For one week, for example, we could focus, okay, I'm gonna make breakfast really healthy this week. Okay, you're hitting that like a champ, it becomes a habit. Okay, I can add another one now. Let's say I'm going to go for a walk for 20 to 30 minutes, three to four times a week. Okay, we start doing that for a week, two weeks, three weeks, whatever, that starts to become a habit. It starts to become something that we barely have to think about. Because think about when you get up in the morning, what's the first thing that you do, right? Everybody might be a little bit different, but I would say 90 plus percent of us probably it's to go use the washroom, splash some water on our face, brush our teeth, whatever. But do you have to think about that? Do you have to wake up and get out of bed and say, uh, what's the first thing I'm doing this morning? No, you have a habit. You get up, you go do it. You're practically on autopilot. Half of us are probably still asleep yet because we haven't had our coffee yet, or maybe that's just me. But the point being that when it becomes more habitual and it's small, gradual changes done over a period of time, then these things become doable. These things become much more manageable because unfortunately, how the brain is set up that works against us is when we try to do drastic, big, huge changes is The part of our brain that's meant to protect us actually basically throws up all the blocks it can to keep us from changing because from its perspective, any change is not good because it equates change with being unsafe. And the whole point of what it's trying to do is to keep you safe. And so therefore you have to make for most of us, like I said, there's the odd person and I know you'll say, but I don't have to do that or so-and-so doesn't have to do that. There are a small group of people, and like I said, there's also some techniques out there that can really help to shorten that time gap. But for the majority of us, what ends up happening is we need to break it down into these small, smaller, more manageable goals that become easy because they're done gradually over time, and it doesn't hit up so hard against this resistance in our brain that tries to keep us the same, because from its perspective, keeping us the same keeps us safe, right? And when we start to understand these things, then it makes a whole lot of sense, right? It doesn't mean that you're a bad person, or there's something wrong with you, because for however long you've set this goal or resolution, you've, you know, quote unquote, always failed at it, right? And that starts to become its own Part of a problem too in the brain because we start to beat ourselves up even more and we equate any of these efforts with, oh, well, I've always failed in the past, so what's the point of even trying, right? I see a lot of people get to that point as well. I will freely admit I've hit those points in my life as well where it's just like, whatever, like it never works. I've tried this a million times. Why would it, why would I even bother trying again? And the biggest thing I can tell you is that generally speaking, it's because you've done it in a way and it's not your in most people's cases. It's not your fault. And, and, and I'll tell all my patients that it's not your fault. It's that you d- didn't have the right tools, the right things in place to really help to set you up for success. Well, because the majority of people that I've seen myself um, included and my patients that I work with, And even people who, you know, don't necessarily work with me, but I know that have been successful, they've generally speaking, worked with someone to help them get there. They've tried it so many different times on their own, trying to troubleshoot it on their own. And inevitably we come up against a wall, right? Like I said, it was when I really started delving into the mental emotional side of all this stuff, in addition to all the physical, nutritional stuff that I know, that if we're talking about weight specifically, that's when my personal weight journey really started to shift. Because I've talked about that before where, you know, I'm not a tiny person and I've struggled with weight for most of my life. That is true. So I'm really talking to you from a perspective of really understanding what that struggle looks like. So if it's something specifically weight related, if that's a specific goal, and we all know from the advertisements and everything else out there, January is a prime time for diet culture to really hit the ad space in just about every medium in terms of, oh, you want to lose weight, come check out our program. I get that that's what you've been bombarded with since you know, December 31st even, let alone January 1st, or even before that a little bit too. I know some get their their different programs up and running even before that in terms of like, hey, January 1st is around the corner, make sure you join us for, you know, fill in the blank. And there's some great opportunities out there. There are some, I'm not trying to say that I have all the answers. I'm the, you know, only person who understands this. But what I can say is that I get you're coming from if this is something that you struggle with and it's something i'm passionate about helping people with and so i see uh, quite a few people in my practice and we work on this as well as uh, individuals who don't necessarily see me all the time in practice but they also work with me through my program saratoga weight solution which will be coming out in february So definitely check that out if that's something that's of interest to you. And I'll be talking about it more as we get closer to uh, cart open for Saratoga Weight Solution. But that's really what drove me to build Saratoga Weight Solution is that I understood from being a naturopathic doctor all these things about nutrition and how to put together a good dietary plan how important exercise is, understanding all of these things. And yet, even though I knew all of this stuff very well, I could tell people till my face was blue how to do these things. What I myself inevitably couldn't quite get past, I would, you know, release some weight and gain it back, release some weight and gain it back. I would try all the different diet plans out there. Um, you know, I've tried a ton of them. <laughs> I really have. Uh, maybe not every single one, but a lot, a lot. Um, cause realistically this has been since about my, um, definitely my teens and even a little bit before my teens that this journey has been going on for myself personally. And what I can tell you is that when it really clicked was when I started putting the, Mental, emotional, subconscious mind pieces, identity, habits, all of that together with the physical and nutritional stuff. It has to be put together, which is in a way a little bit ironic because in terms of how I understand naturopathic medicine and in terms of how most of our indigenous communities understand health and well-being is that we need to talk about the whole person, right? So that's physical mental emotional and spiritual all of those things need to be addressed in order to really see the whole well-being of a person right and so that's really what this is is putting all of that together so that you don't have to feel alone and you don't have to feel like it's only counting calories it's and actually i don't even really I go a little too nutty myself, personally. (laughs) I mean, if counting calories works for you, absolutely. I'm not here to tell you, you know, what to do, what not to do. For some people, that's exactly what they need. And that's the thing. We're all a little different in terms of what works best for us. Personally, I go a little bit crazy counting every single calorie I put into my mouth. I prefer to kind of figure it out and then go from there. And so that's literally how I built SWS as well is that there's meal plans you can follow and then we gradually work you up to building your own so that you feel confident to make your own meals and your own meal plans going forward. So if that's something you have questions about, please do feel free to reach out to me. Um, You can either do that through my email or through the website. That's all uh, on the podcast information. Uh, But just in case you happen to be uh, writing it down right now, it's info at sarahconnorsnd.com is the email address. Or like I said, you can also reach out through the website, www.sarahconnorsnd.com. Either one, I'll happily chat with you more about that if that's something that you guys are interested in, hearing some more information about. As I said, we'll be talking lots more about it in the coming weeks because CART will be open again in February. And again, I'll put that information out all over the place as well. But with that, I just wanted to kind of wrap up the episode, really encouraging you to, if you are at that point where you've already abandoned your January 1st intentions, resolutions, what I would really encourage you is to look at that and say, okay, let's wipe that out as if that didn't happen at all. Pretend like it's a blank slate yet again, because that's the other thing I'm a really big proponent of is that it doesn't have to be January 1st. It can be any day of the year that you decide to make a change for the better. So do that exact same thing. Treat today as day one and just go from there. So whether it's a weight goal, whether it's a fitness goal, whether it's a uh, stress goal, I, I don't know what your particular goal is, but just pick one thing. And really focus on that for a short period of time. And I think if you can break it down into chunkable pieces, like we talked about throughout this episode, I think you will notice a huge difference in terms of how that feels for you. It'll feel weird for a lot of you because you're so used to, especially if we're thinking about that energy around January 1st. I need to change everything all at once. But just focus on one thing. At a time and make it doable for yourself so it's not such a drastic change and if you happen to be in Ontario reach out to me Um, it's one of the silver linings of the whole pandemic was that for naturopathic medicine if you're a resident of Ontario because that's where I practice I can I can help you we can work together so if that's something you feel you need some help with reach out to me and I will happily work with you um, and we can set that up. So I will, again, and enough of those pieces, but just really think about how you can start to take these gradual steps towards that healthier version of yourself that you've really been wanting to build. And keep in mind that it's a lifelong journey. That's the whole point of it, is that we're gradually changing and we always have the opportunity to change for the better, no matter what stage of life we're in. I tell that to people all the time. There's no such thing as too late or too early. You can always choose to make something better for yourself for however long we happen to be here on planet Earth because none of us know how long we're going to be here, no matter what decade decade of life we happen to be in. So with that, I will say I hope you all are thinking about how you can change that goal around, change that intention around. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Take care of each other and bama pee. Thank you, Nyawa, for listening to Two Eyed Seeing. Leave me a comment, and if you feel called to, please leave a review in iTunes and subscribe to this podcast. If you have questions about the episode or suggestions for upcoming podcasts, please reach out to me at www.sarahconnorsnd.com.